Hello and welcome to another episode of Scholar's Knowledge to Wisdom podcast. Today's episode will not only help you to understand but give the broader perspective on how to nurture the energy through mental habits with a guest speaker who has more than 10 years of research and teaching experience and currently a freelance mental health counselor. Let's welcome Dr. Parul Shukla. Welcome ma'am to the podcast Scholar's Knowledge to Wisdom. It's great to have you. Thank you. Thank you so much Vicky. Thank you. Thank you for having me. And uh, I'll just begin by saying that I'm glad that we we have people like you who are interested in the life of a researcher more than a PhD because it can be very different. Uh, there are both sides to it. So uh, thank you so much. You're welcome ma'am. And where are you joining us from? I am joining from Lucknow, Uttar Pradesh. Currently, I am settled in Lucknow. Okay. So, as we dive into your research journey, uh, take us to the why and the origin of your interest in the um, research in context to PhD. That is, um, your stream. It was uh, microbiology and immunology. So. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. uh it it goes a uh, long back because uh, i remember uh, i belong to a family of doctors and uh, i remember my parents were very particular about the fact that the kind of exposure and the environment they gave us and as a little girl they believed in uh, exposing uh, me to an environment which was not only stimulating and we learned not only by observing but also by experiencing and i had a lot of cousins who were studying to be doctors at that time so our summer vacations were spent uh, like uh, in a way where we have, we would just go along with them let's say one of them was studying to be a pathologist so i used to be accompanying her uh, to her lab and just watching uh, you know it was interesting to watch the bacteria and other microorganisms under the microscope mm-hmm. and uh, i've been born and brought up in in a city called uh, kanpur which is very close to lucknow and it is on the banks of the river ganga and i was in a typical convent school and uh, where the moral science period was very intrinsic to the curriculum so every day we were taken for these nature walks and we had the free will to talk about anything i remember as a little girl i was i would just collect these samples and uh, during 10th and 12th when your lab starts i would bring these samples back to the lab i would collect you know uh, just walk down to the banks of the river ganga collect water sample come back to the lab and watch what was in it under the microscope and when i finished my 12 that i got lucky because that was the time when two uh, universities in india were offering graduation and post graduation in medical microbiology mm-hmm. because i realized i was kind addicted to it and uh, i got selected and i ended up doing a post graduation in microbiology and during my last year we had immunology as a subject and our professor dr vinod singh a uh, lot of credit goes to him uh, because uh, the way he taught immunology it was different and he also gave me an opportunity uh, to go for my summer training to all india institute of medical sciences during that time and that was a u turn in my life because uh, at the microbiology department in aims we got to see in real what we had been studying about all our life you know and we got to meet professors whose books we were studying for instance dr arthi kapil so uh, i knew i had to do something either in microbiology or immunology 
but immunology i realized my heart was there right mm-hmm. so when i came back and i discussed this with my professor but i didn't know how to do it because a lot of people didn't know uh, at that time about immunology so uh, i got selected uh, for this auto antibody workshop at sanjay gandhi pgi in lucknow and uh, i i was the only uh, researcher over there rest were clinicians and i remember spending two weeks at sanjay gandhi pgi department of immunology so that was i think the second department in the country uh, of immunology so i spent two weeks and i got to interact with clinicians i got to see the different side of uh, microbiology that is immunology and i decided that uh, i am going to pursue my phd from here i went back and i started preparing qualified the exam and that is how i got enrolled for a phd program in immunology at sanjay gandhi pgi mm. uh, i would say here that uh, there was a big role of environment in in uh, on a journey to research of your journey yeah, definitely. and uh, definitely, definitely and connecting the role of environment with the curiosity to know the unknown and uh, that drew you towards right. the phd journey definitely ruby and uh, you know my dreams just came true because uh, during the workshop i interacted with one of the best immunologists who was heading the department you can actually google her dr sita naik so uh, i don't know i was just manifesting silently that wish i could get a phd program under her and i got that and she is my uh, guru and my mentor in life whatever i am today is because of her because of that exposure and how you ended up uh, with the mental health counselor oh that's another journey see what happened that during the phd program because it was on the clinical subject and uh, so whenever you're doing clinical studies you have a research on any clinical subject you always have healthy controls so pgi sg pgi uh, is is a campus is a university where you it's a tertiary care center a tertiary healthcare center the, like the one we have in chandigarh so they we would go to the uh, blood bank to collect uh, the samples from healthy controls because whenever you have a study you have disease versus the healthy control so uh, we collected around around 100 samples and when we analyzed them then we realized that they were screened Uh, those samples were screened for a lot of parameters like let's say hiv or hepatitis but the kind of markers that are upregulated in a situation like stress nobody screens them and mm-hmm. we thought they were healthy and we were studying exactly that and we realized that they were actually not healthy because lot of cytokines and hormones uh, they were all uh, upregulated so we could not include them in our study but we had a new finding that a simple exercise as just giving you know donating blood mm. could put you in stress so that is kind of stayed with me and after finishing my phd i went on to do a postdoc and continued my research for another 10 years but during that period and the kind of exposure we got at phpgi i realized that i actually uh, enjoy teaching and sharing my knowledge with others and talking to people it made me comfortable and it energized me so uh, i joined a government medical college because i enjoyed immunology and microbiology and i started teaching these subjects to second year mbbs students because it is part of their curriculum and uh, then covid happened in 2019 so i joined as a lecturer 
and just before covid i took a break and during the covid phase because i'd carried that stress uh, you know exposure i ended up doing lot of online courses because mental health was a huge concern that time all of us yes. have gone through them do that so i never realized that i could correlate that exposure of mine in the blood bank of the all those healthy volunteers with stress and with mental health maybe 10 years down the line and uh, as i said i enjoy talking to people lot of friends lot of my neighbors would come to me because of my background I, and i would just comfort them maybe give them a solution so it was more of serendipity you know it was just accidental so i started enjoying uh, doing it and then i ended up doing it professionally so now i am a freelancer so that is the story <laughs> yeah very inspiring and uh, so as we step into your uh, another journey that is the mental mental health counselor so uh, what mental habits would you suggest that uh, student just uh, student researchers they should adopt well honestly ruby uh, uh, i think that mental health is not only a concern of let's say students or researchers uh, it has always been there it's just that now in the current times uh, the social media has kind of you know just given it a himalayan escalation i remember when we were doing phd these demons existed but nobody talked about it but look now everybody is just you know putting their stories forth so uh, uh, now coming back to your question i believe that pursuing a phd is a major accomplishment but it should never come at the expense of your health and studies now have shown that more than 40% of phd students they've met the criteria for moderate to severe depression or anxiety so mm-hmm. i think make your mental health a top priority we should identify factors that impact your mental health see everybody has different stressors right but it is very important to talk about this mm-hmm. find your support circle there have been jokes and comic strips and memes on phd journey which have been shown our journey has been shown as very high strung stressful and even maniac yes. so i think practicing mindfulness and self care uh, if you do that on a regular basis you will not fall prey to this so called phd burnout and there are other important uh, things you have to keep in mind is that we should learn to have a balanced life we, sh- we need to have a diet which is uh, rich in nutrients sleep is just non negotiable students have to be counseled they should be looking forward if they have a problem go and talk about this it is very important so maybe commit to taking one small step every time like let's say we get up in the morning drinking one glass of water having a schedule writing a journal and making a daily promise to yourself that you'll follow it and eventually it will become a habit and you'll begin to feel empowered i think that is very important you know feeling empowered and be being positive about it mm. and uh, on on the phd journey uh, autonomously thinking that is uh, i think it's a crucial yeah. aspect so yeah. uh, what tools or the strategies that uh, helped you on your journey so uh, i really don't know everybody has their own journey so uh, ruby i've been always very focused in whatever i i do like uh, whether as a little girl 
then during my academic years and during my phd life and then you know you get married you have kids so everybody tells me that you are a very particular mother so i try and correlate this role with all my previous roles so i think it is very important for any individual to plan out a day to have a schedule and because this is the simplest thing you know we can do to be more productive and then we should learn to focus on the core uh don't let your phd or any other stream you are pursuing be your sole focus and then practice teamwork learn to communicate and then you know extend the reach and try and develop skills uh it could be anything right and it's okay to make mistakes you will make those silly mistakes but then they are part of your learning curve and then off late uh, there's a new term uh, which is of uh, metacognition so metacognition is basically uh, thinking about how you think and learn so uh, the and the key is asking yourself self reflective questions like and which actually can be very powerful because they actually allow you to take stock of where we are in life today and where you want to be right so basically knowing yourself as a learner knowing your strengths and weaknesses as a learner so if you accept that you have a long way to go and see our parents our grandparents have always told us that we have to be a positive thinker a positive attitude uh, can can help can help you take yourself out from a feeling of being stuck or dragged down so it is very important to work on our emotional intelligence i feel so as we talk about the emotional intelligence phd journey uh, on, on this journey one face mixed emotions and uh, and that impact the decision making also so yeah, yeah. what approach that you came up with on your journey to research that uh, you were able to handle the difficult decisions or the stressful decisions see the life as i said earlier the life of any student a person a human being is not easy so uh, it's okay to have uh, emotional intelligence people focus on iq but i feel that it is always positive to have a eq right mm-hmm. by 2035 supercomputers and artificial intelligence will take over the earth the only uh, attribute or virtue that would be left is individuals with good eq because that is something robots cannot mimic so in during stressful situations i made sure that i pursued my other passions there were difficult times for example you are writing a paper and it is not being published so i always made sure that i communicate and talk you need to have friends and you can you can you can have these friends in your seniors in your juniors uh your your peers so it is very important to talk ruby about your issues like let's say today now at this mm. age even if i have a problem mm. you just give a call to your mother most mm. of us right we do yes. that yeah. would be feel good about this i think mm. that trust and that positive attitude towards life is very important and where you derive uh, your energy from you have to decide it could your your spirituality your religious beliefs so i think that all that matters a lot and i practice that on a daily basis so uh, are you a spiritual person also 
uh, I am not religious, uh, religious mm -hmm. as in I, I believe in all the religions, but uh, I uh, believe in practicing uh, that, you know, there is some superpower above. So for me, there is always light at the end of the tunnel, always. Mm -hmm. And this light can be in different forms. So I strongly believe in that. And, and we start manifesting in that, in that it'll, it will one day it will happen. You just have to be focused and work towards it. Yeah. So uh, as as you talked about uh, the the light that about the light. So uh, the energy. So here here we'll associate it with the energy. So uh, how to nurture the energy at thought level on on a journey to research? I think that's a that's a very important question because. Uh, life is about energies and you very correctly associated uh, it with the light at the end of the tunnel so so it could be just a positive energy and a negative energy scientifically i don't know how much backing it is but it does work see sometimes all of us find it very difficult to focus on our work uh, get started on your chores even you know just uh, stringing our thoughts together in a very logical day and we feel as if someone has just wrapped us in a very heavy blanket. All of us go through that. And if any of us have noticed these signs, then that means that your mental fuel tank could be running low, right? So mental energy uh, need not have a solid definition, so to say. But it generally describes your ability to participate in cognitive work, right? It, it mm. hampers your activity. So any task that involves thinking, in other words, is cognitive work. So it is very important to nurture self-love, right? Okay. So self-love uh, is like nourishing your body. If you're not feeling okay, do things which you love to do. Mm. Just grab a cup of uh, coffee or tea when you want to, uh, you know, take a break. Get mm. up and just move. Giving your brain a break for recess. I think that's very important. And coming back to the spirituality part of it, I think spend some time with yourself, the so-called me time. It could be just listening to the songs you like, reading a good book, uh, meditate and get enough sleep. It has been shown that when you deprive, studies have been shown that when you deprive of your body of a good sleep, it can trigger all your stress hormones. So getting a good sleep is very important. So the bottom line is that a consistent lack of mental energy can sometimes uh, suggest an underlying mental health concern like depression. So if you feel so, as I said earlier, talk about this, seek professional support. Uh, don't feel ashamed that you, know, you have to go out and talk about this. It's perfectly normal. Every individual Mm -hmm. Beat any position, go through that. And here, uh, um, I would add that uh, in the organizations or institutions, there, uh, there must be uh, uh, a person like you who deal with the mental health. I think that is the need of our, and 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 uh, because of when one joins the PhD journey, I think the mental health that goes along the journey and ends up uh, not, uh, I would not say that PhD is the end, but that is the beginning uh, yeah. to the research journey. So uh, 
I think that a person like you that must be in every organization to help these students on uh, this journey. Yes. Now it's mm -hmm. mandatory. Like even schools have a counselor. Mm -hmm. And uh, in fact, uh, I always encourage my child uh, how I'm practicing that. I'll, I'll start at home. I always tell my child that no matter what, even if you do something which you feel is not right. And uh, if the thought crosses your mind that you have to hide it from my parents. So think that maybe this is not right. So come and talk about this. It could be anybody. If you don't want to talk about, maybe I'm the bad, mothers are usually the bad guys at home, right? Go and talk about it to your grandparents, to your, to your father, anybody. Now it is mandatory to have a mental health counselor, even in medical colleges, even in universities. But mm. there is a stigma around it you know the students mm. and young people do not want to go and seek out for help so i uh, always encourage parents to be connected to their children always keep a watch on what they are doing mm. and if they feel then they can always seek help encourage them to come and talk about this no matter what demons they are facing it is very important ruby to realize that something is not right within you mm. and connect to the specialist or the right people whom with, with whom you are comfortable. It could be a friend. A friend mm -hmm. might help you to connect. So I think that is very important. And here I would like to know that what signs a scholar must, uh, I mean, identify so that uh, he may approach, he or she may approach to the mental counselor for help. Yeah, yeah. See, what normally happens is, like, let's say uh, in a student's life, uh, there is there is some bad patch. Let's say that the student has been, he or she is not feeling good about it. Or let's say my, my research paper is not being published. Now, uh, you have a feeling of self-pity that maybe something is not right. You are not good and you don't want to talk about this. You just want to lie down in a room. You don't want to go out and meet friends. You don't want socialize so things that you earlier like let's say just simple as learn, listening to songs you don't want to do it you just want to lie down you don't want to meet anybody sometimes it also takes a toll on your uh, you know uh, uh, like if 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 uh, you you just don't want to go to the department also because mm -hmm. you you are not feeling good about yourself you're feeling low and yes. your dietary habits you don't feel like eating right yes. so uh, it's a huge spectrum mm. but that's why I always say that Never stop meeting people. Normally, people going through mental health uh, issues, they seclude themselves. So mm -hmm. that is a red flag. So we should always keep a watch on people around us also. Mm -hmm. And we should, uh, you know, extend help if we see any of these red flags. It is very important, not only for us, but for people around us. It is very important because in these times and ages of social media, that physical connectivity is going down the hill. Yes. So, because everything is at the click of the mouse. So yeah. I think once a month, uh, just ensure that you have a meet up with your friends or your relatives. Take mm -hmm. out that kind of time. Pick up the phone and make a call instead of sending a WhatsApp message. Mm -hmm. uh, that, that, that's what I believe in and I practice it. Yes. You know, your, your family, just, just give a call. I like, I make sure I speak to my mother every day. Mm -hmm. Because that makes me feel good. Uh, so that is something we need to, you know, change. I, uh, and we need to go with times also. Social media has its own advantages and disadvantages. 
but uh, i'm a little old school of thought in that so i make sure i am connected to the people i love and uh, i am very aware of my surroundings um, i don't know ruby how much time you have or not and this is one example i always quote Uh, mm-hmm. my driver uh, who is more like a brother to me he's been with me for almost 15 years mm-hmm. so he lost his mother okay mm-hmm. and uh, so when he came back after the last rides he explained of some pain in the chest and all and uh, my husband is a doctor so we kind of medicated him and he was absolutely fine uh, and uh, we were very clear that he's going through grief okay yes. now in india uh, a man Uh, going through emotional upheaval is somewhere not very welcome mm. uh, you know we say that you know boys are not supposed to cry why uh, yes i like not to emotions why girls why these stereotypes mm. so i am against everything so this 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 gentleman after four or five months he started complaining of headache he didn't feel like eating anything he had improper sleep cycle and his wife uh, complained to me so uh, initially he was not ready because i was trying to encourage him counsel him and because there is so much of stigma attached so he didn't yes. want to go to the doctor we were very clear that he needed some psychiatric help mm-hmm. so i counseled him i counseled him and i i personally took him to a, a psychiatric friend of mine mm-hmm. so initially i sat and i explained the history and everything and then i left my uh, my driver with the psychiatrist and i said you guys do the talking and his diagnosis was depression Mm. and we put him on a treatment for depression and he's fine now so see it is very important to keep a keep a this thing watch of what is happening around you it mm. could be as simple as your domestic help yes even our domestic help can go through you know different emotions so it is mm. very important and if you see these features just identify them talk to them encourage them and i'm sure they will end up talking about this and my 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 driver is absolutely fine and i quote mm-hmm. this example because we say na the house helps and our assisted staff they are not supposed to they they cannot go through depressions why they can mm-hmm. they are human beings yes so anything that has a kicking heart will go through emotions so it mm-hmm. is very important so i always ext- i do that on a regular basis i do that ruby Mm. and uh, as you as you quote here the example i would like to add add one thing that on a uh, on a phd journey uh, a fresher student uh, yeah. if he or she is emotionally attached with this journey and uh, and if uh, i would say that if if by chance or uh, unfortunately he he or she end into the dropout or uh, or taking the journey so long i mean like 10 years yeah. to to 10 years that yeah. can also lead to mel- mental health issues yes so um mental definitely yeah. uh for some for some reason uh, you know there is lot of halabula around phd for some it's easy for some it's it's a cake walk and for some as you said it's 10 years and for some it doesn't happen they drop out so uh, when you decide to enroll for such a course be ready to expect the unexpected you know yes always maintain a childlike enthusiasm uh, be empathetic but uh, maintain objectivity uh, mm. phd is not be all be all of life 
there is life before that and beyond that right yes. in today's when we were growing up i remember we just had two streams either study medicine or go to the iit and then maybe write the civil services exams right yes. so our children are very lucky to be in this environment today where they are free to do anything mm. look at the national education policy you can yes. study science and humanities together mm. i wish i was born in today's time i had so much of freedom and never be uh, this thing you know you should never participate in a rat race mm. it, it doesn't matter it doesn't yes. really matter instead you know enjoy learning new things from from the people you like who you look, look up to you admire and i always i'll again repeat don't be afraid to ask for help and uh, make sure that you put an effort uh, to figure out things before you ask and then there is nothing called as comfort zone yes. we have to get out of our comfort zone no matter whatever even if we have to make tea we just cannot lie down and you know you have to just get out of your comfort zone and be positive towards life i think that's what matters i have examples in uh, in my uh, in my family and around me uh, who've been failures in life as students but mm. they are doing exceedingly well today so it doesn't matter it really doesn't matter if you don't uh, qualify for that medical exam or you are not able to do phd there is life waiting for you yes i think that is what Yeah, yes. yeah. So uh, my learnings, if you ask me, uh, my learnings from my uh, PhD life, yes, it has made me a calmer person and a better person in terms that as a mother, I'm putting it to use. So see, I was a very academically bright student. So now, as a mother, I'm fine with the fact that as long as my son is learning and uh, is positive towards life. it's okay i don't want him to be the topper of the class i don't want him to be in that rat race mm. so that is something i learned so ultimately if he's positive and he has this zest for learning it could be anything which he wants so i think uh, he'll grow up into a fine individuals and in today's times it is very important to have those virtues you know mm. it is important to be a good human being somebody who's empathetic mm. having a eq more than iq iq because yeah. in 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 coming you know 20 to 30 years only individuals who have a stable eq are going mm. to survive those difficult times to be yes. i trust me on that yeah yeah so uh, as we uh, wrap up with the so many lungs and the broader perspective on mental health and uh, and ma'am i i really appreciate your energy because uh, while talking with you i mean even uh, i can feel more energized as you speak so thank you so much for that thank you so thank you for the online debate yeah so as we wrap up give one advice to those who want to be on this journey be positive and just go for it and expect the unexpected there is always light at the end, the end of the tunnel and you'll, you if you if you are positive you surely get to see that light and spread that light around you i think that is very important let's multiply and not divide so as you said that uh, spread that light around you so i i wish that uh, uh, through your journey the uh, undergraduates and the postgraduates who want to pursue their career in um, as a researcher 
their journey will be enlightened and uh, thank you so much for taking your time out of your busy schedule to share your experience and learnings on phd journey thank you so much for being part to you got test with you